May Day 2023. Workers housing, not submarines. Down near the back of the march, where the Labour Party was, a lone voice from the footpath rang out. Workers housing, not submarines. I was holding up a Cuba, Australia-Cuba Friendship Society banner, which read, End the US Blockade of Cuba. I could almost reach out and touch the shame on the Labour Party people's faces as their small contingent of true believers cast their eyes downwards and away from us. No matter how the deal makers in the Labour Party cut it, their rank and file know that we should not be buying submarines. And they know also that the Labour Party has failed to provide adequate housing in a time of economic crisis. The construction boom and the profiteering is coming to an end, but neither Labor Queensland nor Labor Federal Government have done nearly enough on public housing. On the way home, on the train, one of the vintage Reds reminded me that it was Whitlam who provided affordable housing in the inner city. I remember Tom Uren, a minister in the Whitlam government, stopped the North East Freeway going through Bowen Hills in Brisbane. Then local minister Tom Uren preferred housing to freeways. This is how the battle for Bowen Hills was won. Back in 1972, inner city residents of Mianjin, Brisbane, struggled against the Queensland government's plan to build a freeway that would destroy their community. They occupied public housing owned by the Department of Main Roads. The government used police to carry out the evictions. Scab labour was brought in to demolish houses right before people's eyes. The residents ultimately won the battle. The freeway was never built. Unfortunately, their victory came at a price, with the partial dismantling of their community in the process. When we arrived at the exhibition grounds in Gregory Terrace in Bowen Hills, we could see the tall buildings surrounding the old showgrounds built by the CFMEU workers. It is these workers who built our cities. So it is little wonder that the biggest contingent in the May Day March was the CFMEU Construction Division. For some reason, the Queensland Council of Unions does not consider a section of the march as being part of the unions, and so allocated a space across the road from the showgrounds for what they called community groups. Included here were Labour Friends of Palestine, Australia-Cuba Friendship Society, Vintage Reds, Solidarity, Socialist Alliance and the Brisbane Labour History Association. It wasn't a bad spot because a lot of the union members from the main pavilions brought their kids across the road to come to the kiddies' rides. So adults and children mingled with lefties at their stalls displaying produce from Palestine, Labour History books and banners and leaflets opposing the AUKUS agreement over the submarines. However, there was a sour note at the end of the day when an officious manager from the Queensland Council of Unions, QCU, asked security to prevent vehicles from leaving. That person called police to take their vehicle number plates so that they could be fined for having vehicles on the site. She gave safety as her reason. There were some safety concerns, but not from this crew. A security guard told me that someone had let three vehicles into Gregory Terrace from the top end, away from the, these stalls, near Bowen Ridge Road. These drivers had raced down the closed road where there were people crossing. No matter what Prime Minister Albanese says in the showgrounds, 
his Labor government has not done anything to provide adequate, affordable public housing. Albo was trying to put a left face on his government's achievements in its first year in office, but it falls well short. Only a week before May Day, on Saturday the 22nd of April, members of the South East Queensland Union of Renters, SECUA, the National Tertiary Education Union, the Electrical Trades Union, joined with renters and organised a rally and march where speakers made demands of state and federal governments about the housing crisis. This is what they had to say. Now we, we, we thought about it a lot and we looked at the options that were on the table and we determined that the problems that we face come down to the fundamental fact that housing is treated as a business and not as a right, as not known as an inalienable right that every human should be entitled to. Kind of talk about what a shame it is that on stolen land anyone doesn't have the basic necessities for what they need to live. A house, food, um, enrichment. It is an absolute shame. It's something that Aboriginal people never had um, and something that this, this system of colonial, colonialism has brought here. As we, we fight against injustice and exploitation and oppression, we also need to fight this whole system that causes those things. I've lived in rentals my whole life. Um, my parents were renters, my grandparents were renters. And I think I can say with a, with a bit of confidence and a bit of experience that renting is fucked. It's horrible. Going to look at homes for a place to live and you see 30 or 40 other people there. You know, doing rental applications for 20, 20 or so places before you find somewhere where you're, you're accepted. Moving into a place where the landlord can evict you or choose not to uh, renew your lease on a whim. And on top of the 30,000 houses that Albanese is talking about, that's only dependent on whether they win money on the stock market that they're going to gamble on. The stock market that lost money last year. That's the reality of what our politicians are doing. The only way this is going to change, me here as a cisgendered white woman, would not be here if my elders hadn't fought for me as a woman to have rights. And if it's not a right, the government needs to come out and say it. They need to say, hey, it's a business. If it's a business, then it's more to be. Get rid of negative hearing, get rid of passive games tax, and treat it like fucking object like anything else. First of all, and many speakers have pointed this out, that uh, it tells us that walking to politicians, uh, the real estate industry, or God forbid even landlords, uh, to do the right thing for tenants and genuinely solve this crisis is a dead end. Why would they want to end this crisis when they've done so well out of it? The only group that can genuinely act in the interests of renters is rented themselves. No one is coming to save us. No one is coming to end this crisis. And no one, it's not gonna end itself. It's up to us, comrades. We're not gonna find any salvation in Parliament or the real estate industry, but we can find it in each other. The power of landlords, that comes from their control of property and their backing in government. Our power comes from a different place. It comes from solidarity and collective struggle. Every improvement, that working class people have ever gained has come because we fought tooth and nail for it. And it is no different today.
give us a break. They don't care. We're not going to see change to housing through politics. There's not a job site I go to as an organiser where housing doesn't come up in a job site meeting. And cost of living doesn't come up in a job site meeting. So this is an issue for all workers. And we're all workers. Let's not start pretending that politicians know what, know what we're dealing with. Because the politicians are the right one of the students at the rally told me a really terrible story about how she moved to Melbourne in order to study and she could only afford share accommodation and she ended up in a house of four bedrooms with bunk beds in each bedroom and there were 24 students being housed there. It was a slum and when the t- the list came up, they just all got evicted. In Australia at the moment, we have well in excess of 150,000 international students. Okay, some of them might have their own apartments, but many are suffering under these deplorable conditions. This is not something that Australia can be proud of. So let's go out with a song that is a favourite of mine at the moment. It's called Jolando, meaning crying. It is sung by Rebecca Del Rio and is from the movie Mulholland Drive by David Lynch. Yo estaba bien por un tiempo volviendo a sonreír luego anoche te vi Tu mano me tocó y el saludo de tu voz te hablé muy bien y tú sin saber que he estado llorando por tu amor llorando por tu amor luego de tu adiós sentí todo mi dolor sola y llorando 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 no es fácil de entender que al verte otra vez yo estoy llorando. Yo que pensé que te olvidé Pero es verdad, es la verdad Que te quiero aún más, mucho más que ayer Dime tú qué puedo hacer No me quieres Y siempre Amor se llevó 
corazón y quedó llorando, llorando, llorando.